What if I don't know it all? Hello. Happy New Year. What if I don't know it all? Have you ever considered that thought, what if I don't know it all? Or maybe you're, I already know I don't know it all, or maybe you can't decide. I want to talk about how to bring in new information, how to synthesize new information with your old information. I want to talk about life changing and what do you do about that? Welcome. Welcome back. Live Love Lux, Manifesting Life Unlimited. I'm your host, Nicole. I want to talk about synthesizing new information because being in personal development, haven't really been active in it this show. I mean, I think the last time I recorded a show was probably six months or so ago. I have my own challenges. <laughs> I'm a late diagnosed person with ADHD. And this happened over the pandemic. I think there was a lot of us that were diagnosed over the pandemic because we had nothing better to do than to figure out the meaning of life and our place in it. And it explained a lot about some of my issues, some of my crippling anxiety surrounding certain things. Like one, my favorite, not being able to make phone calls. My ex-husband uh, would often laugh because I'd be like, hey, call the call and order the pizza. Call and do this for me. And he'd be like, why can't you do it yourself? And I'm like, I can't explain it. Now, mind you, certain circumstances, certain situations, I would be able to do it. But in particular, I might get interrupted, by the way, because everybody's home. It's the night before we go back to school. And um, I really wanted to make sure I put this up for the new year. I'm not going to make any intentions and I'm not going to make any commitments because that doesn't work for me. But I do have a goal in mind. I'm going to keep it to myself. But anyway, I would ask him to call people for me because I couldn't do it. Now, I didn't realize this had to do with all sorts of things of dopamine and anxiety and fear and like a whole bunch of things I learned about after my diagnosis. And, and you know, I would be on TikTok or Tumblr and or Instagram even looking at people's posts and and people basically mirroring back my own issues. Now, when I talk about synthesizing new information, I had to take this information because I was also starting my manifestation personal development journey, specifically law of attraction, law of assumption, right? So in personal development, in some aspects of it, you can overcome any type of mental challenges, dare I say illness, that you have, right? I don't want to call ADHD, I don't want to call it a mental illness or anything related to that because I think it's, I, there's so many people that have these issues and symptoms that I, I think it just might be a way we process information differently. And 
when symptoms and things were popping up, they had to categorize it. They had to figure out a way to study it. So they gave it a label as with most things. But, you know, I think me personally, after having dealt with this for the last three years, I realized that I can embrace those things that set me apart, that I can see things in a way that other people can't see. And and then also I can find unity and communion with people who do have the same differences that I do. But anyway, I digress. My point is, is that I had to take a step back because I had to synthesize the information that I was learning about or that I knew from my studies in, in mental health because they would contradict things that I was learning in personal development, things that I was learning about manifestation and things that I was learning about, uh, you know, how to create your own reality. And it was, I was also taking classes to become a licensed uh, marriage and family therapist. So I was taking a lot of psychology classes and, you know, (laughs) I'm looking at some of these descriptions and I'm like, you know, girl, you might be a little um, off yourself. (laughs) You might identify with some of these things that you're learning about how, you know, how these descriptors of how people think and basically kind of how we fool ourselves and how, but these are all coping coping mechanisms coping strategies and a lot of things have to do with our individual traumas and how we respond to trauma so that was traumatizing in of itself because um I'm the type of person that you know I can watch a commercial for something like some sort of like skin disorder and then all of a sudden I might have that on my arm you know and then I really have to talk myself off the ledge a lot of times because it's like Nikki no you don't you don't have that you don't don't have skin eating uh you know bacteria or whatever going on like but that's how impressionable I can be and I know I'm not alone in that so but how do you synthesize what you're learning with what you think you already know about something whether you I've done uh you know, episodes in the past where I talk about belief versus knowing and what's the difference and how in personal development and law of attraction and law of assumption, you have to be a knower and not a believer because believers, believers is not central. Belief, belief is not personal. Knowing is how to really create that focus that you need in order to manifest your desire. So, as I'm learning all these things, and I, a trick that I have is that if I say something has a percentage to it and it's a statistic, it sometimes can automatically become a fundamental belief for me because it's like, oh, well, st- survey says, you know, um, and that's kind of a, a way I trick myself into changing how I think about things because, again, I was struggling with the fact that I was learning all these things in psychology and I was struggling in how I, how do I do that and manifest? Because a lot of, unfortunately, and I say this is unfortunately, because a lot of people can become quite psychotic when they get into personal development and manifestation. Because you do have to create a delusional state in order to manifest what you want. Now, part of the ADHD you kind of take things to extremes. For example, 
um, <clears throat> you know, I wanted to learn how to do a certain type of art, decoupage. And all of a sudden, I was the queen of decoupage. So I had like 20 different glues, different papers, different paper designs, everything, every piece of paper that came through the mail. Um, I would pick, I could save it for a use because I had this like grand masterpiece. I was going to, this decoupage masterpiece that I was creating. I was making plates. And this fixation probably lasted a good six months to a year I, I think I bought 20 books about dec uh, decoupage and then I stopped and then it was over and then I haven't decoupaged anything unless I was like trying to show my kids how they could you know create a like a nice collage or something but even then I've, I've very, I very the passion and interest I had was gone and that was the dopamine, the motivation for me to do it was gone. And it's funny because I, I tried to explain this to people in my life that don't quite understand, aren't quite um, believers, if you will, that, you know, that I actually have, you know, ADHD. And that's fine. Um, throughout my life, you know, I've struggled with having different thought processes than, than the masses around me. So I'm used to that. I'm used to being the, the, you know, the person who's walking backwards while everybody is walking forward. So um, what I mean to say is that I had to question whether or not personal development was a fixation <laughs> I'm like is it real or is it Memorex is it is it something that I'm, I'm truly embracing as a lifestyle or is it a passing fixation and then in a couple of months maybe years some fixations can last years for me is it going to be something that falls off I've had this podcast for several years I have never been consistent with it even though I do consider myself a manifesting individual and I have a manifesting mindset. The time I, you know, I, I got certified to be a life coach um, and I started looking at other areas. But then, like I said, this was over COVID. So this was a scary time. And I think that part of the fixation for me, part of the interest for me was that I needed something to think about in order to kind of not overthink over everything that was happening around me. All my kids were home, you know, I, at that time I was living with my parents and that was challenging. I, I was, I had started a, a new business that I was trying to get off the ground and, you know, it was a lot going on and I often wondered if throwing myself into life coaching and manifestation and personal development wasn't a, a distraction from reality. Because I can distract myself quite well. I used, as a child, you know, I used to immerse myself in stories and books, and I used to live in these places. I mean, that's, that is the magic of a book you know and then you get a nice good series 
and these are your friends these are your family these are these are elements of yourself and you and you and so i'm i'm living in living in another reality is not hard especially when the reality that we all shared was was so you know um unstable if you will so i've spent quite a bit of time ignoring a lot of things and i've spent quite a bit of time trying to synthesize synthesize let's not stutter on our our first episode back (laughs) trying to uh, synthesize all this information and my answer you know my verdict on you know do i know everything or do i know nothing or you know how to bring this new information is is that i think it's all a part of growth and development and becoming an adult which is funny because as for the first time in my 46 years you know i'm starting to feel like an adult i've never felt that way and and that might be most people i mean i i still kind of see myself as like a stuck as a 16 year old mindset even though i'm not it's just that that image that i have for myself and i've always thought of myself as fun i've always been kind of naive but i realize as i'm getting older and i look at my children and my children are growing up and we're getting to the stage where you know they are now kind of telling me my my youngest they're 10 now and um they're kind of telling me you know correcting me i'm making mistakes things that i remember with my own mother <laughs> you know i though i um, i've put something up and i i couldn't find it and i'm like running around frantically like where did i put it did anybody move it and you know we have a lot of mouths here so people find things and you know they'll take it go take it in their room or take it to the basement or wherever and you know i will never know i'll buy a bunch of snacks i have five five kids here right or five young 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 people here and i put in a different cabinet and i'm like ranting and raving and i'm sitting here thinking to myself oh my gosh like i just i just felt like that old crotchety parent all of a sudden (laughs) so um all this to say is that i i wanted to come here on new year's day and i hate putting dates inside my episodes because i feel like it dates them then but this is important because this is a kickoff for me um because i really enjoy the podcasting experience i really enjoy being able to communicate and being able to help people if i can through this format and i don't want to discontinue it and i don't want it to be a fixation and regardless you know, reading all this information about ADHD and, and how it kind of manifests inside of me over the years, um, a lot of the pressure, there's a lot of pressure to change yourself, to be more neurotypical, if you will, to, to try to change, uh, to change your mindset. And some of it, it's, it, there are episodes in futility because there's a lot of things that even though I 
don't like to call people sometimes, and even if it's for my own benefit. If it's important, I will break down and call, even if it makes me feel anxious, if it makes me feel uncomfortable. I will break down and make those phone calls. You know, I love DoorDash because now I don't have to call the pizza man. I can just use my phone. <laughs> so I don't have to call the delivery. And technology supports some of our, our issues in such a great way. And, you know, I don't reject, I'm not a person that rejects technology. I believe that it's there for our use and benefit and that we should use, use it as much as possible and find workarounds and find ways to compensate for where we mentally, emotionally, and physically cannot show up for ourselves. And even coming to that realization, that took some time as well. That took some effort. That took some kind of bargaining with myself to say, look, I mean, going against how you think is ridiculous. I spent a good part of my life doing that, though. And then I spent a, a good part of my life beating myself up because I could not be like everybody else. I could not. I, I, I'm a type of person. I've had many jobs in many careers. I mean, in many uh, industries. And at the outset, it was all, <laughs> I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm starting something new. At the outset, so many times, this was going to be it. This was going to be my foray into real estate, banking, uh, hospitality, um, journalism, um, whatever. And I, 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 many places I excelled because I like to do a good job. But I didn't realize that it only lasted for, only lasted for so many months because I needed to recharge from the um, social anxiety that I was having every time I was going to work. And then, you know, a lot of times they say women don't show the ADHD when they're younger because we mask very well. We mask and we overcompensate for those things. But that takes energy. That takes mental energy to be able to do that. And we burn out quickly because after a couple of months, it's it's too hard to mask. I can remember going to the bathroom. And it, it, may, it kind of makes me uh, tear up a little bit now to say this. But I can remember going to the bathroom sometimes and just ball crying and not understanding why I was so miserable and unhappy particularly when I was doing well or I was enjoying myself um at some of these more these jobs that had more responsibility you know now mind you I could do like a manual labor job you know, I worked in warehouses and stuff for years overnight. And I loved jobs like that because my work ended when I walked out the door. But when you have this, you know, I was always considered intelligent, gifted. So there's an expectation that I'm supposed to come out of the gate with some sort of super job and super um obviously I'm not a vocabularist 
<laughs> but I was supposed to come out of the gate with, with this, this great um, future. And that was what was before me. And I always felt every time like I took a job in a warehouse, I felt like I was, I was working beneath my abilities. But I didn't know that I was having that my challenges were, you know, that I, I needed that recharge. I needed to be able to finish a job and have it done while I still had the motivation and dopamine to to accomplish it and finish it and then start a new project the next day. And it, the, that was it. And some of the more the jobs that had more responsibility and higher pay, uh, these were long-term projects. And in some ways, they were projects that just didn't have an end. They just went on indefinitely. And they were projects where nothing is solved. <laughs> so it's, you know, nothing. Or it's solved, but then it, it's recurring. Or, you know, it defied my own logic of uh, we could do this quicker, better, faster, stronger, what have you. So... Okay, so I'm keeping these podcast episodes to 20 minutes or less, and I'm, I'm over my time limit. So I just wanted to say that, hey, it's a new year. Yeah, I'm corny, and I'm going to try this again <laughs> to be consistent with the episodes. Um, but I come here before you, and I say, this is a learning experience for all of us. I don't show up as an expert in anything. This is my life and my experiences. Um, I'm an optimist, and I do believe in manifestation and the law of assumption and the law of attraction. But I also think that how we show up and how we do things is in our own special way. And go with the flow and not against it synthesize information don't be afraid to see something from a new perspective don't immediately uh, reject something because it's not in the right format of information you know but you still and I firmly firmly know this in order to accomplish anything you have to have the focus and you have to have the commitment of knowing what you're doing. Even if you don't know what you're doing, you still know what you're doing. So, hey, welcome to your life. Talk to you soon. <laughs>